0: three, two, one. Hey, we are back. I'm sorry if our voices sound a little <laughs> bit gruff. Julie and I have been on Zoom meetings. And you know, it's funny, Julie, I was mm. setting up a um, phone call with somebody today. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to talk on the phone. And in his world, the word Zoom had replaced, have a call. Mm-hmm. And I had to point that well, out Well, that to didn't
1: him. take long, did it? I said,
0: let's hop on a Zoom. And I'm saying, what's wrong with the phone, buddy?
1: I know, I had a similar experience yesterday and I, I was doing something and I thought to myself, Well, good grief. I've emailed and I've texted and I've messengered and then it occurred to me, Oh, I could just call. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. Maybe that'd actually be more efficient.
0: Yeah, well anyway, we we've been on events uh, night and day it seems presenting the ultimate agent survival guide and thanks to all of the brokerages and the state associations and the offices and the teams and the individual agents and just whomever else um is uh listening to what we're having to say and i have to tell you guys every single day i mean julie you and i you and i were on um an exp call of all things today Mm -hmm. and people wouldn't even let us like we couldn't it was like every other person wanted to just basically say thank you for telling me about the programs The ultimate wasn't it cool Mm -hmm. yeah So here's the bottom line, guys. You will get PPP money. You will get unemployment if you file for it. You will get a stimulus check. You can put your house in 12-month mortgage forbearance. All of that stuff is available to you, possibly an EIDL loan, possibly a Main Street lending program. Almost all these loans are about the most favorable loans ever to uh, be offered to anyone because they all pretty much turn into grants, which you don't have to pay back. We've combined all of the information from all of the different programs with all of the drilled down details, and we put them on our um, free coaching program. And all you've got to do is text the word survival to 31996, text the word survival to 31996, and you'll be t- uh, texted back a join link, and you can just join the uh, free coaching program. And then once you're logged in, which takes you the whole process, you've got to wait for your password and the whole thing. Let's say it takes you five minutes to finally log in, maybe three minutes depending on how many other people are doing it at the same time, I want you to go to the section that says Ultimate Agent Survival Guide. And within the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide, you'll see that there's three parts. The first part is called Protect. And just to sort of summarize that, put your own mask on first. The second part is called, I'm sorry, the first part is called Personal. The second part is called Protect. And the third part is called Profit. Well, we've been focusing all the last two months pretty much on, it seems like, I don't even know how many times and how many people we've pass this information along to. It's our goal to tell every single agent in the United States about these programs so that they can essentially have a lifeline to the future, no matter what happens next in the economy. Well, I mean, thousands of you, maybe hundreds of thousands of you are listening, and I'm so appreciative and overwhelmed, really, with the uh, thankfulness that you guys are showing. Um, and, And it's really fantastic. But for all of you who have yet to leverage this information in all these programs just text the word survival to 31996 text the word survival to 31996 and do that urgently and again it's a very simple program um you know for the free coaching program we walk you through how to do everything i'll give you guys an example and this was something um you know julie we really should be leading when we do these presentations in the future with Mm -hmm. how we ended that one for the state of wisconsin we did today so we took the average agent earning five thousand dollars a month and with a $3,000 a month house payment, and we took them through all very conservative estimates on how much money they would get between, you know, the forbearance for 12 months, how much money they would save, how much money, da da da, da. And the number was $64,000. Well, I had another person on another call right after that, another Zoom meeting or conference call, I don't remember it was. Who had um, a PPP loan that turns into a grant for thirty-five thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars, and so we calculated how much uh, she was going to save, and it was something like eighty. No, no, that was a him. His name was Mike, and it was something like eighty-five, seventy-five, eighty-five thousand dollars between not having to make a house payment for twelve months with no negative hit to his credit, no negative hit whatsoever, no expense to get it, you know, to to set the forbearance up, and all the programs. And, it, you know, it's amazing. I mean, here we are in this world and maybe years from now, we'll all look back and saying all these government programs were the worst things ever. I suspect that's true. But we're in this world where there's record high unemployment, where essentially, you know, businesses are failing left and right, where there's all these things that we're going to have to take, you know, probably years to Unabble. Fix, yeah. Mm-hmm. Un, un, the bell will stay rung for quite a while. Let's just leave it at that. And yet there's agents who are listing and taking advantage of all these great government programs that have come out that are, in many cases, guys, making more money. They're going to have greater income years Uh, personal income than they've had maybe last year from selling real estate. That's kind of crazy. That doesn't really make sense, but there you go. So if you've not done it yet, please text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. And another big shout out to all of you guys who are texting me directly, asking me about EXP Realty. I know you've heard about it. I know you're curious about it, especially if you're a team or a broker. We set up a little video for you to watch. Just text the word EXP to 31996 text the word EXP to 31996. Or if you're serious and you want to move forward, just go ahead and text me directly at 512-758-0206. All right, Julie, my love, are you ready? we got yes, a lot of fun. lots of
1: things. Yes. I have a quick shout out to Terry Myers, who completed all the training for All the Leads. This is one of the companies we talk about in the Premier Coaching. And if uh, finished it, made her calls, already has a new listing. We'll talk more about that when we get into the profit section, but I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Terry Myers who just posted that on the private Facebook page. And by
0: the way, if you guys want to learn about All the Leads, guess what? Yes, that's right. We've got a direct link for you where you can get a discount on their service. Just text the uh it's what? It was All the Leads, right? Just text All the Leads yep, with just no like spaces. It text all the leads with no spaces. Your your uh, phone will try to correct the in, and put spaces in, but don't let it. So text the, uh, all the leads to 31996, and then you'll be sent a link back, which will allow you then to um, use their service. I think it's for free or some great discount. I don't remember, but it's probate leads where they go and search who the contacts are, um, that you can then contact and get the listings. It's a fantastic idea, but it's one of those things that if you wait to do it, um, they're going to have, they they can only sell the service to so many agents in so many different zip codes because then if they sell it to too many, then obviously, the um, people running you know essentially the lawyers and whatnot on the other side of those phone calls are going to be a little annoyed and it's not going to work because you guys are going to get you know all that so they can only have so many uh users in each area so it's a first come first serve thing so jump on that text all the leads to 31996 jules
1: yes okay so where shall we start we've been discussing quite a bit about how things will be changing in the future And what we might expect, how our lifestyles are all going to change once we are allowed out in the wild, which many of you have uh, are living in states where you're getting more freedom now. And here's something interesting. I read this from uh, Lonely Planet. I love that website. Excuse me. Five Star Caribbean Resort reopens next month with extreme new protocols for guests. And I read through this article. You know, I kept thinking, well you know we didn't do some of this before isn't this kind of a good idea things like uh hand sanitizers everywhere they're not going to be greeted with a handshake it's going to be a, a smile um let's see what else everything has to be sanitized about every 20 minutes or something like that so i think that this will just sort of be integrated into our culture i also saw i think it was probably on youtube a video of kids in china going back to school And it it videoed the moment this little, he probably was like Zoe's age, six or seven years old, uh, when he was walking to school, when he went into the schoolyard, they squirted the bottoms of his shoes down with antibacterial. He put his hands into an antibacterial sanitizing machine that looked like something cute. You know, um, I think they even disinfected his backpack and then they sprayed him with air like you see in spaceship movies, you know, and this was like normal. Every single kid was going through this. But
0: let's be a little honest. You know, having that we have a little kid. Oh, yeah. Totally should have been to, done to they, all of them I mean, all the they, time. I mean, they should just, I don't even know, put those kids in the little yeah. factories. How long was the <laughs> longest stretch that Zoe didn't either get sick herself herself, or get all of us sick? Two the, weeks? Well, no, this is it.
1: This is it because yeah. she hasn't been exposed to a bunch she, of stuff. she Our daughter. And she still has a sore throat. Right. I know from <laughs> but, allergies. But, but our, she made it about two and a half months, I think. But during <laughs> school, it was on 10 days, off 10 days. Yep.
0: Yeah. Where she would just get sick. And the doctors yeah. were like, oh, you Stray can't throat. let this kids get sick. So will have to have her tonsils removed. And it's like, I'm yeah, it's crazy. Well, so, whose
1: bright idea was it to sit a bunch of five and six-year-olds on the floor, yeah. let them keep their water bottles on the floor rolling around? It's just gross.
0: Just between you so. and me, I think the more you know, dis- disinfecting little <laughs> totally. kids they do, the better. <laughs>
1: How's they should send them up? down in little hazmat suits. That's <laughs> totally. the
0: move. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine?
1: That's Watch. the new uniform. You're
0: going to see it. Someone's going to suggest hazmat suits. That's, That's coming. It.
1: Well, so hotels obviously are going to have to deal with this. Airports, you know, expect to see these new protocols uh, as people open back up. So oh, I got the next story. All right. So speaking
0: me. of hotels, you guys in California, you're so lucky to live in California with all their. Wonderful, interesting laws that really hmm. don't respect private property, don't respect the Constitution, don't respect the fact that government does give doesn't give freedom. The Constitution does. Government does take freedom, which is what's happening in California. So here's another interesting article, and this is right uh, this from this morning, and I read this because I couldn't believe it. L. A. City Council votes to name hotels oh, yeah, so that so refuse that. to house homeless may commandeer them. Okay, think about that. Wow. So the homeless problem in California, which is a legitimately horrible problem. You guys have probably heard about it, and we have friends that live out there. Jolene I have seen it, but I've got news for you guys. It's going on in every sort of city that has a, let's call it, more left-leaning uh, political body. And it wasn't always that way. I'll give you guys a, for example, in Austin, the city we lived before we moved here, you wouldn't believe the homeless problem underneath the bridges and the overpasses uh, near downtown there were people don't talk about this but this is true there were tent cities in downtown texas and downtown yes. austin underneath the overpasses that went on for blocks and blocks and blocks well, it was some
1: in hawaii too and
0: julie when we moved to austin we'd lived there how many years did we lived in austin six six when we moved there and driving on those same roads, there were no homeless under the bridges and no overpasses. So, what happened? And in Austin, in Texas, what they did is they it had gotten so bad in downtown that the people were living, basically, you know, having their whole lives, including bathrooming in front of a lot of small businesses Mm -hmm. in downtown. And what Texas did, which L.A. hasn't done, is they basically said, no, you're not going to do that. You're violating the law. You're not supposed to be camping out or let alone going to the bathroom on city streets, boom, bitter, boom. And they actually enforced the law. But guys, this is the insanity that comes from a government run amok. These are the types of things that, frankly, we're we all of us need to be hyper-vigilant about because we're giving up our freedom. Julie and I have been really researching a lot now that we're kind of coming to the other side of the understanding of the nature of this virus. And yes, the virus is supposedly, what's the word I'm forgetting, where it turns into something else? Mutating. Mutating into something else, right? So that's supposedly happening. But here's what we're discovering. It turns out, That the shutting down of the global economy, creating a global depression followed by a recession, may have been the biggest mistake made by man ever. It may go down to simply being the greatest unbelievable misfortune that man has ever done to itself. Mm -hmm. And there are no parallels to that because the nature of what's happening to all of the folks that are losing their businesses and losing everything that's associated with having a secure life and then on the other side of this how many of you right now listening are going to trust the next time they start saying guess what now we have this other big problem and you da- know da- 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 and we have to shut the world down again how are you going to feel about that because i got news for you guys it's going to happen mm-hmm. most likely later this year and the reason it's going to happen again is because people were what what level of um resistance did we provide to them To basically shut us all down. And in the United States, remember when they were originally predicting that almost 3 million people were going to be dead and the whole thing? Okay, in this wave... Hospitals
1: overwhelmed. Right,
0: respirators, just non, never-ending not, And nobody wanted to have the conversation about the effect that this would have on small business owners, which is our lifeblood, which is what you guys are. We're not trying to be political. We're trying to basically focus on the unintended consequences of what they've done. Now, look, they came out with all these programs that will give you guys a financial lifeline that we're really grateful for. But at the end of the day, the government has destroyed many of your financial lives and there's going to be a little housing boom so we can all celebrate that and it's going to last let's hope six months or so but after that because the virus is not going to have a vaccine or really even probably a therapy and because it may start to you know turn into something else and the unemployment rate as of today what was it Julie it's what percent 22% Uh, 22
1: to 25% depending on what state you're in
0: unemployment rate which is by the way guess what another wonderful record Woo! we now are basically living through historic times folks so you realize that that,
1: remember Tim that also is only after what two months yeah and there's I read something this morning that many companies are still in furlough and they'll be announcing in the next couple of weeks permanent layoffs or or permanent you know no more jobs right so you know this is this is not the end of it
0: no and how many of those businesses like the whole concept of well there'll be a snap back in the economy Uh, no way There will not be a snapback in the economy. We have friends, and you guys experience the same thing, I'm sure, who have small businesses, and maybe you're a manufacturing business, or maybe you have a dry cleaner, or maybe you have commercial um, tenants, and they all have their own little, you know, whatever businesses, dry cleaners and restaurants and the whole thing. Really, what is the backbone of our country, right? Right. So are those businesses going to be opening back up again? Even if they do, are they going to have customers that are going to want to freak with them to justify staying open? Are they going to have employees they're going to want to come back to work? How many people are making more money? How many of you are making more money now per month? Once you leverage all these programs, than you were before, and how motivated are you going to be? You see all these really crazy little well, ripples and, that have been created. And even
1: if we open up, a lot of people are saying, "Well, let's kind of do like a soft open and run at twenty-five percent capacity of the economy." Well, if you are operating a small business with a two or three, maybe even five percent margin at a hundred percent capacity. And you're only now operating at 25% capacity. You still are not running a business that's profitable. So that's not sustainable either.
0: And so this is going to be the greatest uh, snafu. A, a snafu, probably overestimate. You know, all these things that all these supposed experts have said are proving to be essentially wrong. And look. The whole argument that you know, if we can save one life, I can intellectually get that concept, but that's an emotional argument. That's not an intellectual thinking through argument because there are now ultimately going to be more people that are adversely affected than whatever have been had they just allowed the virus to run its course. And I, I do mean deaths, okay? I do mean literal people dying, and that's what it honestly it breaks my heart. And it should break all your hearts as well. Just realize, guys, there were no easy answers here, and there are no easy answers going forward. And so the only thing that you can do as a small business owner is the whole reason we both wrote the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide is put your own mask on first, and then once your personal life is protected through the financial lifelines that we tell you about, then you have to learn how to thrive in the new market. And even though this sounds like negative news, because it's not certainly news that we are looking forward to sharing with you, and we have, yes, more headlines. You ready, Julie? Mm-hmm. The fact is, is that no matter what happens to the economy, no matter happen- what happens in life in general, you will always be needed. You're needed by your family. You're needed by your community. You're needed by your clients. You're needed by your future clients that will need you once you know how to help them solve the set of problems that they're going to have. And here's something else too. And I've been sensing this, though I personally am not feeling it. I've been sensing it. A lot of you are coming to the end of your psychological ropes. Yeah. You're starting to fear fear feel fear and with that fear you're not directing it in the right way you're allowing the fear to overcome you and manifest more fear which is sending you further and further into your psychological foxhole you cannot allow that to happen and the best thing you can do is do what we've you know prescribed to all of you for just eons is have a media free life and look media free does not include our podcast that is absolutely necessary in all of your lives right that's a joke but to cut off all the news Minimize your inputs, start essentially focus in on essentially aligning yourself with two or three things that are gonna reinforce you moving forward and so ask yourself when you're listening to something does it make you feel educated or viewing something does it make you feel educated motivated and notice what you do afterwards are you getting into action or are you actually doing nothing and essentially seeking out more information to continue to by the way continue to manifest more fear most of the things that you're going to consume content wise is designed to make you fearful because fear the feeling of it is addictive what happens is it, re- it releases uh, you know, certain chemicals in your brain that you then will seek more of. It's like excitement. It's similar. So you are, without realizing it, becoming addicted to feeling fearful. And as a result of that, what's going to happen? Yes, you have these financial lifelines, and I hope you guys are all leveraging them. But what's going to happen around Christmas time this year? How broke are you going to be? Right? I mean, these are all scary thoughts that you can stop. You can control this. By getting out of your foxhole and realizing for the first, now more than ever, really, guys, being of service, truly being able to help people in the manner in which they need help is more important now than just probably ever will, again, be in our lifetimes. Jules?
1: Yes, that's right. And, you know, I'm so proud of all of our coaching members for taking action and all of their great victory stories that they're sharing. They are taking action. And as I said on uh, yesterday or the day before podcast, I really see that the people who are taking action are being rewarded faster than normal for it, probably because of what you said, that people are in a little bit of freak out stage, the fear is settling in, the what if is settling in, what if I'm not furloughed, I actually don't have a job in a couple of weeks. So when you reach out to help people, they thank you, quickly. They do. and And I, I think more quickly than in the previous market, where they could kind of sell their house themselves and, you know, it'd be okay. So it is appreciated when you reach out to help everyone else. So next story that I've got, and, and this also actually plays into the economy. You know, we've talked about refinances uh, hitting a seven-year high low rates will drive refi demand from homeowners that still have jobs. Well, um, here's a quote from the article. If somebody saves a few hundred dollars a month by locking it in at a lower rate, that's money that's typically spent in the economy supporting economic growth. So it is, I believe rates are the lowest in the history of mortgages at this point. So, and they might even come down more. Um, So that's a good little story that I found. And let's go to the next one here. All right, so uh, there's been a lot of consternation about the mortgage forbearances and misinformation and myths and rumors and all this kind of stuff. Well, um, four of the leaders of the House Financial Services Committee want more information from the nation's biggest mortgage servicers on how many borrowers are asking for forbearance and how the process is going for those borrowers. So, this is being investigated. Uh, Let's see. There was a letter sent to Bank of America, Chase, Lakeview, uh, Mr. Cooper, Wells Fargo, Quicken Loans, all of the big guys, okay? They were asked to provide a variety of information about each company's forbearance program. So there's some accountability bubbling up here. Um, As one of the largest servicers of federally backed mortgages, it's critical that you communicate consistent and accurate information regarding the options available. Remember that some of you had mistakenly believed that you have to just pay it back in one balloon payment. We even heard worse than that, the balloon payment plus the next payment due. That is only one way of paying back forbearance money. It is not required. It is not a rule. That was a big myth that's out there. But Julie,
0: let's touch on that. Why were people all over Facebook and primarily and all of their social networks trying to essentially get you guys in a big froth foaming at the mouth because all these mortgage companies were trying to basically give you 90-day forbearances and you had to balloon payment and all this stuff. Why did that information, mostly of which 99% of it wasn't true, why did that information spread so fast? What was the, per- the people that were spreading that information, what was their motivation? How were they trying to make you feel? And why were they trying to make you feel that way? And what happened in- on the other end of you having those emotions? It's interesting, isn't it? The point is you guys have to be very careful what you listen to because there's a lot of people that have their own head junk that's manifesting in these hidden agendas. And you got to be very careful because here's what happened how many of you heard some Mickey Mouse about some mortgage forbearance thing that wasn't true and Julie and I've been telling you what the CARES Act uh, said for the last you know almost two months mm-hmm. we told you what was true but how many of you then started with searching and finding a bunch of crap information and then because you read that or you heard that which anytime anyone says anything to me that starts with I heard that it's Ugh. instantly whatever follows is instantly untrue That's right. because that tells me it's somebody that didn't put the work in to research it themselves. But how many of you, because of the fact that you heard this misinformation and you believed it, didn't do anything and didn't take the right actions, and maybe now you should because of the fact that you want to preserve your cash flow? The same thing with a PPP loan. How many of you guys are absolutely looking for reasons to believe that there's some kind of you know institutionalized insanity that's trained out there to get you? You know, in other words, you can't defend yourself. In other words, you you basically have to be dependent on the government. In other words, you cannot d- trust anything other than somebody riding on a big white horse uh, called, you know, government to save your butt. You can't think like that, guys. Look, these lifelines from the government, obviously take them all. But beyond that, it's up to you. It's up to what you do. But what you do is directly mirrored by what you believe and what you think from what you believe. So you've got to make sure you're very careful what kind of information you allow in your head. It's going to get thick, guys. All right, I got one, Julie. Sure. I like this one, frankly. I'm a big advocate of homeschooling. And personally, I would prefer Zoe to be homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not the one doing it. So yeah, exactly. It seems, it's easy for me to say <laughs> You're that. You're not the one who
1: has to do word problems and fractions in Spanish. How's she doing? So she's doing okay on that one. She loves the rest of it, but that part's hard.
0: Well, so few schools, this is from NPR, yep. few schools reopened, but remote learning could go on for years. And if you think about it, it's kind of similar to what Julie was talking about that they're doing with little kids. Yep. But how are schools ever going to exist in the no. same... Like, if, if you believe that there's a chance that this virus... Is going to continue and if you believe that there's still going to be this draconian overstep by the government we're trying to force everyone wear a mask try to force everyone to have social distancing trying to force everyone to basically live as if we're you know all gonna die if we breathe you know there's like a 90% chance that all of us are gonna get the coronavirus pretty much all of us are gonna get it at some point point. And I forget what percent of us will actually experience no symptoms whatsoever. Julie, if you well, want to research that. Well, they already
1: know it's, it's a huge percentage. They keep on testing different populations, right. and sometimes it comes back close to 50%.
0: So if you got that episodes. many people, if, if there's no chance that all of us aren't going to get it, so we're all going to get it, uh, yep. maybe we should do what Sweden did and basically just allow everyone to get it as fast You're as possible. Because then you create the antibodies for it, and then basically your body knows how to protect itself from it. Maybe that's what we should have done, or maybe that's what we should be doing now. But you can tell politically now, especially with all these trillions of dollars being pumped into the economy, you know what path that our country is going to continue to take. More trillions of dollars, more government overstep, more lockdown, more losing our liberties. That is what's going to happen. It doesn't matter really who steps in as the president next go around. I, you know, it does appear that the president we have now is realizing that, uh, guess what? Our country can't exist if the economy is not operating. We can't exist by printing money. We can't exist by borrowing from oh, the it's future. Well, unsustainable. You can't it's totally do that unsustainable. Forever. Right.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I when I read this thing about schools, I thought, well, here's a new thing for everybody to put on their radar because... There's been so much uh, speculation and kind of counting on, well, school will be back in the fall. You know, this was just a break. You're going to have to plan ahead for if it's not, because there's several issues going on. Number one, it's a logistics nightmare, because how are you going to social distance kids who are already sticky, boogery messes to begin with?
0: Well, even older ones.
1: Even older ones. Yeah, that aren't so sticky and aren't so right, But let's look at the school bus, for example. How are you going to do that? They're sitting right next to each other all the time. Um, a lot of classrooms, because of security well, here, reasons, are locked
0: down. And subways. Small...
1: Yeah, subways. Buses. Over with. If, if
0: if field, we're, trips, if field trips, gone. Field trips. Any sort of public gathering. Churches, well, synagogues. About sports?
1: Think yeah. about a basketball game. Right. Look. So
0: what, what's gonna ha- guys, how does this play out? If there's not a vaccine, if there's not approvable therapy, and if, the, if how much more of this government taking away our liberty, how much more do you think people are going to put, be putting up with? You know, how much further are people really are going to be willing to be pushed before they start pushing back? How much further are you willing to be pushed? Do you guys realize how, how long it took for our country to basically become the country it was essentially the shining, you know, city on the hill? And I know a lot of people think that, the, that our country is founded in evil, but it absolutely positively was not. So the reality of it is, is we're giving up. The, you know, all the freedoms that all the generations before us have fought for, we gave them up in two months. We gave them up in two months. In two months. Everyone said you have to stay in your home. And now the government's saying, here's some money. Shut up. (laughs) Stay in your house longer. Guys thought about that, the insanity of that. Mm -hmm. So, look, we have no... You guys can draw your own conclusions. It's our job to provide you with the information and give you the breadcrumbs so you can do go do your own research. But the reality of it is, the unfortunate reality of it is, is that what is going to be ahead of us is going to feel very abnormal for a long period of time. And this, you're going to have to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. But I promise you, unless you're prepared financially, your mental, emotional state is going to be in a complete yeah, it's going to be a mess because if you're worried about money, at the same time, you're seeing our country start to develop little cracks as we get closer to the election. You guys watch. It's going to be intense. And so if you're not protected financially because you, A, haven't you know, leveraged all these government programs and B, you haven't learned how to thrive in this market – that's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for your family. You still have time. You have a matter of maybe two or three months, and it's going to be a little bit of a boom market when, when the market starts to return. Home prices are going to, you know, because of the low interest rates and because we're just pushing the what would have been the demand for the spring market forward, all of these things are going to feel wonderful to all of us, but it's going to be short-lived, relatively speaking. Enjoy it. Get the most out of it because what's going to happen towards the end of the year is unknown. We don't know. We do know and this seems to make sense that as long as the you know as long as there's no you know vaccine or therapy I hate the word therapy it means they gave up and just decided to create Treat a patch it. right mm-hmm. or until there's uh, in, in, until unemployment rates start to drop we are not going to have anything mm-hmm. to even remember as long as people are social distancing and you know if people go to restaurants at all who knows maybe they'll stop going to restaurants right maybe restaurants were a mega trend like bowling alleys or like roller skating rinks. I mean, I hate to say these things, but it's very likely that these things are going to forever change in our lives. And I think, you know, Tom Hanks actually said it best in the commencement speech he did um, in Ohio uh, via Zoom, by the way, last week. He said our lives are going to be benchmarked by what happened before the virus and after the virus. Pre-virus and post-virus. Yeah. I think that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Yep. So look, we are going through this experience with you. We are sharing this experience with you. We are figuring all this out along the way with you. But what we do know, what we're positive of, what we're thankful for is all of you. We have this big, huge community. You know, this is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents. We have, and I'm sure we have tons of small business owners that listen as well. And from that community, we are going to absolutely thrive. All of us will. All of us are going to you know, we're like a big tribe, right? Your job is to take care of and Look, don't be confused about this. Take care of your family first. Then, you know, that won't take long. We've given you the benchmark. Just text the word survival to 31996. We tell you exactly what to do. And then after that, start moving forward, learning the things that we teach you. And then you can start making money because of this market. You can start making money because you have the skill set that the sellers need in this market. That's spectacular. That is going to be so fulfilling for so many of you. Yes, you might be doing all your listing presentations on Zoom. You know, I'm not so sure that's a bad thing, to be honest with you, because I used to go sometimes on three listing appointments a day and I didn't like it. It got to be boring. But if I could have done three listing appointments a day on Zoom or even better, put all the sellers on one appointment on one Zoom and do it at once. That sounds good to me. You know, I mean, there can be there's going to be all kinds of here. Here's an interesting fact. I shared this on another event Julie and I did earlier. Um, during the Great Depression, when everyone, th- you know, when you have visions of that, pictures of in your in your head, you know, you, you picture long lines of, you know, destitute looking people standing in line for soggy bread, just horribleness, right? You know, farm fields that are just nothing but dust and all this horrible, you know, devastation. You picture all that because that's what we've been told to picture. Well, yesterday I was listening to a um, podcast. I forget which one it was. We listen to Julie and I go on a six mile walk basically every day around, you know, the place where we live. And uh, we listen to podcasts. You know, we do what you guys do. And so this gal was on and she was basically saying that despite, she was a historian, despite what people, Ben Shapiro show Sunday last week, Ah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. said, despite what people were led to believe about the Great Depression being essentially a You know, dust bowl of business opportunity and no entrepreneurialism didn't exist in the rest of it. There actually was a spike in uh, patents. There was a spike in new technologies and new systems being created. Mm -hmm. There was an increase. And now what was that increase from? all the entrepreneurs getting off their butts and realizing that this market was creating opportunities for them that the market previous couldn't even exist and the greatest example and this makes the most sense to me because it's the one closest to our heart is look at EXP Realty now that business was doing great You know, before the pandemic. But can you imagine how well EXP Realty is going to be doing now because of the pandemic? You know, and all the different technologies that EXP has already got in place where all these other brokers have to pivot and switch to figuring out how to do things online. EXP's been doing it for a decade or more. So this is one of those businesses that's really going to essentially take over the marketplace. It's pretty much, there's no chance it won't. Agents, brokers, everyone's going to be at least EXP curious. And if you are, just go ahead and text the word EXP to 31996. So Julie, believe it yes, or not. you have I a have, podcast
1: in five minutes. I
0: have five minutes to get on another podcast. Yep. Do you want to do anything you, uh, quick? Uh, I
1: think we covered pretty well, good ground today. I'll, I'll look for something even more interesting tomorrow. Okay, but no so, no
0: likes and hates?
1: Uh, I guess likes would be uh, the idea of disinfecting children before they go to class. <laughs> Me I too. I think that's a great idea. Same thing for when you walk into a plane. I've always thought that would be great. Uh, let's totally. see. Dislikes is the, the continued uh, you know, disorganization of lenders trying to get it together to streamline this business. But I also kind of feel for them that nobody really trained them what to do on this. So I, I think that's where I'll leave it. And uh, stay tuned for more.
0: Uh, likes are all the people that are listening right now and all the people we've yes. been presenting the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide who are thanking us publicly, thanking us privately for helping them to create a financial lifeline. And some of the emails and communications from you guys are quite emotional. I think you can hear it in our voice, Julie. I were fired <laughs> up because yep. we had an avalanche of you who are getting your PPP loans and just hearing all of you who are so beside yourselves that you don't have to worry about money, at least for a few months, it is emotionally moving for us because we know we've helped you. And that means the world to us, that is our mission. As far as the hates, I'll tell you the people that have, or in uh, positions of leadership and brokerages and office managers and whatnot, that have heard us present this information, but still are not asking us to present this to their groups, who are not caring enough about their agents to tell them information that, yes, granted, does not necessarily fit into the real estate jive. It's, we're not social talking about social networking or Facebooking or you know all these other trendy topics. We're talking about something more practical and tactical. The people listening, brokers, office managers, you guys are doing what we're telling you to do. You're doing it personally. Why aren't you telling your agents to do the same thing? If you don't want to, we'll do it for you. We can do it Zoom. We can do it however you want to do it. All right? So you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow.